Hey, welcome to Late Night Football Talk. I'm your host, Nick Manzaro. Today's Week 7 Recap. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the Panthers, uh, Bucks at Panthers, Packers at Washington, Chiefs at 49ers, Dolphins at Steelers, and then I'm also going to give the uh, uh, the Bears at Patriots because uh, I was at that game. And then I'm also uh, going to go now because it's a little late because I was at that game, so my schedule got kind of messed up. I'm going to give the uh, Baltimore at uh, Tampa Bay. All right. Um, like I said, week seven recap. Let's see here. The Bucks at Panthers. Oh, this is tough as a Bucks fan. You know, in the preview, I was kind of thinking that this is going to be their get right game, but it didn't really happen. Um, one thing that was that really stood out to me this game is as much as the media kind of wants to paint like Brady as being. I would I would say the trending on Twitter was like him retiring. I, call me crazy. I don't care. Call me a I am a Tom Brady fan above everything. Above he's the main reason I watch football. Um I don't know, you know, things will change heavily for me. I'm so glad that he came back. Um but above everything with Tom Brady, it's like you still see he has the ability to get every throw you know he might miss throws here and there and that's where I would um that's where he deserves criticism but at the same time it's like it's not because he can't do it you know he's off with his receivers the Buccaneers you know I want to almost blame a little bit of the defense in this game a little bit of Mike Evans um the line didn't play terrible you know I know um I would give a lot of props to the Carolina defense because they are pretty good. It's they're not like scrubs, you know, and so you got to give them as much credit as possible. Um, and that guy Burns is awesome. I mean, there was a reason that uh, the Chiefs were looking to. I think they were the one that might have offered the two first round picks. Um, the Chiefs wanted them. Um, there was another team that wanted them too. I, I forget if it was the Forty ers or not, but um, apparently they don't want to trade anyone on their defense. Um, like J.C. Horn and uh, Burns. But um, uh, Shaq Thompson is also, um, I know he's been, some of the local guys in New England have been talking about uh, trying to get him from there. Um, and I think that might actually be a good option because he is pretty talented. Um, but kind of getting into that game. So things that stood out to me as a Tampa Bay fan or, you know, quote-unquote Brady fan, um, Mike Evans really, like, fucking sucked i mean just starting out you know i know he had comments after the game also that kind of he saw the life in the team kind of get drained and i would say when he missed that like wide open pass everything just went to shit after that um even though i would actually probably say he he should have got penalized because he threw that defender down on the ground i can't remember who it was um but the guy pretty much just planted on his back and he caught the ball and then it looked like he went to like kind of slide his fingers down the ball to really get a good grasp. And instead he chucked the ball forward. Um, but that would have been like a 75 yard touchdown. It would have been awesome. But besides that play, there was um, multiple times. So in the red zone at the same, um, um, it was, I think it was at like the one yard line. It, he was on the left side, single covered, Runs like 10 yards, stops running. 
Brady's like, what the hell? He passed it in kind of the corner of the end zone. So he anticipated him to keep fighting for it. But there was just multiple times. Um, there was another time deep over the middle. Brady threw it, hucked it deep, expecting Mike Evans to possibly, you know, fight with the defender to get it. Nothing. He just stopped running. He was quitting, which was – and you could see Evans was like, ah, oh, fuck. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. It just wasn't his day at all. Um, Godwin looks pretty good um, considering that he's coming back from injury. Um, I would say this. I mean, he's just not someone you can rely on to get a lot of separation at this time. It looks like none of the wide receivers are gaining separation. I think they're really missing, like, um, kind of that scattery kind of guy like Antonio Brown used to be um, or like Gronk where – you might have to leave a defender in because you think he's blocking, and then hey, if you, if they did not, you know, if they thought, oh, he's he's going to block this play, they would run out, and um, you know, Gronk would be single covered or wouldn't be covered at all for the most part. Um, in the red zone, I mean, Gronk is like the greatest red red zone threat ever. So Mike Evans would be wide open, stuff like that, and Fournette. Oh my God, we had the fourth and one. And here's another thing. Um, there was a, I think, yeah, I believe it was fourth and one on the right side. They went to our strong side. They went to Werfs and Evans. Evans whiffed his block. Werfs too, for that, you know, for that matter. Um, they both, and I mean, Werfs is all pro. I would say he's the best right tackle in the league. He's one of the best tackles overall in the game. Um, missed their blocks. Leonard Fournette got like just gang tackled nowhere and it's just that right there was what the whole game looked like they they should not have got blown out I mean the Panthers like I said they have a good defense but even our whole team just didn't show up Camardo looked pretty good I will give him credit for that he had some pretty deep punts and um overall like the field goal positioning was you know I feel like the Panthers had to work for it and they did I mean Playing with a banged-up secondary, you would think that, oh, they would just be passing everywhere on us. No. They ran the ball on us, which is insulting because, you know, as the last couple of years, you don't – every team comes in playing the Bucks, going, hey, we can't run the, team, we can't run the ball. And I don't know if it's because of um, um, Hicks not being in. I believe he's practicing now. But um, Sue not being there anymore, I think – I would say they're probably missing some of their leaders also. Um, it's just, it's very frustrating. It's one of these things where it's, um, you don't know if they're ever going to like fix it. And that's, what's just demoralizing. Um, let's see time of possession in this game. The bucks had a 31 minutes to Panthers 29. It's mainly because of the Panthers, they would score with the running backs. Um, I think one of their guys, um, he might have had like 75 yards. He just killed it um, in one play. Um, first down. So the Bucks had 17. Uh, Panthers had 14. But when it mattered most, like they wasted it on. They had two fourth down conversions they couldn't make. Um, total yards, the uh, Bucks had uh, 322, and the Panthers had 344. That's because they had 173 rushing yards. Uh, the Panthers had 170. P.J. Walker looked okay. He definitely... You know, there's a lot of people saying, like, he outgunned Tom Brady. And, listen, I would say if he did. But, I mean, Brady did 276. Not at all where he's capable of. Um, but you can just tell they're just not in that right mode. 
Um, I did see um, Rashad White play a little bit more. He looked a little more explosive, and I think they kind of needed that a little bit, a little quicker getting through the line. Um, I would I would not be surprised. I'll talk about this later. Um, or maybe, you know, I'll bring up the Baltimore game right after this one just because we're on the topic. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they use him more going forward. Just to give either Lenny some, you know, more of a, a break, but also they just, just to give that little bit more explosive so the other team's defense is, is you know, trying something different. They're not so used to uh, Lenny kind of he's, – he's a strong – brutal running back he'll hit you you know he, he loves the contact um Rashad's more of a receiving threat um but he definitely has a quicker burst a little bit with Ronald Jones used to kind of mix up into the offense which I think we're also missing a little bit um let's see the Bucks had 66 total plays the uh, Panthers had 50 so it's like the Bucks had their chances they just couldn't do it they did not deserve to win this game and that's just what it really what it came down to. Um, let's see, no turnovers overall, which is good. Uh, Brady's Brady's not playing like amazing. He's not carrying the team is really what I would say. Um, but he's not throwing picks, you know. In he he has fumbled, but he didn't in this game. And um, you know he, he's playing safe because he knows that there's no room for error to give the other team like short fields and such, which, I mean, I guess the fourth downs kind of do that anyways, but anyways, it's just a, it's really tough being a, a Bucks fan right now. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Oh, Luke Gedeke was, so this is kind of weird. He said, uh, Todd Bowles during his press conference was saying that they were giving him a break as he was a little banged up, but he kept coming back in and then out and I actually think he was being benched, and they didn't want to say he was being benched. Um, he's not playing in the game versus Baltimore, uh, which is the Thursday night game. Um, I don't know who the backup besides that is. I know um, uh, Wells, Josh Wells, uh, the tackle. I don't know if he can also play guard. Um, what I would say, this team will look a lot better, and there was reports. I forget who the reporter was. Um, there was reports that Jensen might be coming back soon. That to me is very promising. Um, mainly because he gives such a, a nastiness to the line when you're, when you're playing Jensen. I mean, I remember when I first, uh, started following the box cause Brady went there. It was basically like, man, this guy gets so many penalties cause he's always fighting somebody. He knows just how to get someone to like be really pissed off and punch him in the helmet. <laughs> and, I used to be like, dude, don't, you know, I used to hate it so much, but now I'm just like, oh, can you just give the line some balls right now? Because they're just, they have nothing. There's like, you know, I don't know if there's no Energizer Bunny there, but what it is, but it's driving me crazy. They, they, they don't get it. There's no forward push whatsoever. There's no guards um, running out, shifting out, you know, um, leading on anything. I, I would take Vita Vey at a fullback at this point. We did see a fullback. Um, who is playing that? Um, Keeft, Keeft, the tight end Keeft. He was playing it, but I think he's also injured. I think he might have an ankle injury, I believe. Um, so, you know, Otten looks pretty good in this game. He might have had like 60 yards. Let me bring that up. I do think, I, I, I think Otten has a high, higher ceiling. Um, let's see. Buccaneers box score. Uh, 
Uh, 64 yards. He had four receptions. Mike Evan, nine receptions, 96 yards. So that, I mean, that is crazy to me because if you think about it, he should have, he honestly, he should have had almost 200 yards. It's just, it's ridiculous. 10 yard, uh, a 20 yard long. Kate Otten, 35. So almost one reception took half his yards away. But he did have a, a really long fourth. Um, I think it was a fourth down. Or it was a third. And um, they were in, um, they were still in their territory, so they were going to have to punt it. Um, Scotty Miller, two for six. He, they're not using any of these guys. I know recently I saw on, I believe, Bleacher Report that Tyler Johnson got released from the Texans. I would sure think about bringing him back because at least he was the third receiver. And I think they just wanted to limit the amount of guys that could be thrown to to get more chemistry. And I think they they could use a they could use him again. He made some uh, big plays, uh, especially in the Green Bay game uh, during twenty one Super Bowl run. Not so much last year towards the end, but uh, he got hurt. Um, Grayson was a big help back then, uh, last year. Let's see. Um, Russell Gage four for thirty nine. Chris Godwin, like I said, seven for forty three. Average of six yards. He's just not getting that. Um, he wasn't really a deep threat, but that deep middle, the separation, he's just not getting it. And I, I hope it comes, you know, as uh, we get further in the season. He'll be at that 12-month mark. Um, I didn't see. The, the defense did not play well. Uh, Winfield got a concussion. He's going to be out for Thursday. Um, you know, I'll, I guess I'll just get into Thursday's game here. Um, let's see here. Um you know, before I do that, uh, so Buccaneers are three and four, Panthers were two and five, complete shit show. Okay, so Baltimore at uh, Ravens at um, yeah, Baltimore at uh, Tampa Bay. Okay, so let's see. It's um, Max. I should probably explain this. One of the reasons this show is called the late night show is because I usually record it at like one in the morning. Um, so this game's actually. You know, later on today, it's uh, currently 1, uh, 10.27, and uh, so Thursday already. And uh, so it's at 8.15 tonight. Um, Give some points per game and some stats here. So the points per game for the Baltimore Ravens is 26.3. Um, the points per game for the Bucks is 20.2. They are not scoring many points. It It's so weird. If you actually look at the Kansas City game, I think they scored half <laughs> – like half the touchdowns they've scored throughout all the six games were in that one game alone. They seem to play up and down to the competition. It's really not uh, indicative of a good football team. Uh, so the yards per game, the Baltimore Ravens are averaging 361.3. Um, the Bucks are averaging 332. Opponents' points per game, this is where it gets a little bit different. Baltimore, uh, their defense is not quite as good as the Bucks. Um they're at 23 they're they're letting their opponents score at least 23 and a half or averaging 23 and a half while the bucks are averaging 17.2 so now some of that i think was more um early on when the bucks were healthy you know having hicks uh logan ryan like um davis davis was hurt he didn't play uh, Sean Murphy bunting who didn't really play most of it but he's played at least the last three games or the last two i should say also, um, 
who's the other third corner that went out? Um, um, oh, I'm losing his name. But anyways, um, really banged up in the secondary. Um, so let's see here. They're pretty much even on penalties. 33, 36. The penalty yards are a, a lot more. Um, let's see. So when the Bucks are getting penalties, they seem to be getting a lot of 15-yarders. A lot of rough in the passer, which is not good. Um, but Baltimore Ravens isn't, so they're probably holding more is what I would say. And I don't think, you know, I think their their pass rush is still good. But they're probably not getting, you know, they're playing smart, which is, that's not good. That, you know, I, if I had to, if I had to give a, a score for this game, I, I think it's going to be probably in the twenties, and I don't think things are looking good for the Bucks here. JPP is on the uh, on Baltimore now, and I think he's he knows the whole line. He knows Werfs who, you know, was a younger player, obviously. He was just there last year with them. Um, and he knows Donovan Smith, who I think is still dealing with that uh, elbow issue. And he's kind of getting beat bad. And so I think that's going to be a huge issue. I think JPP's definitely getting at least one sack during this game. Unless Brady literally is making it a point not to let him get one. You know, he... Brady's removing, uh, he's releasing the ball extremely fast. I think he was, you know, he had a couple times where it's like just over a second, which is crazy. He's not doing any deep throws, which I would like to see, but because I don't think he trusts the line in front of him. Even though their pass blocking is not that bad. Um, during that two second window, he's, you know, he's okay. No one's really bearing down on him. I don't think he's been sacked that often, but the thing is he doesn't want to be sacked because, you know, he's like 45 or whatever. But I imagine when it gets closer to playoff time, one of the things I've uh, seen with him is he'll he'll stay in there longer because it, you know, he has no choice. They have to win the games. The game, you know, he's a he's a big game player um, when it really matters. Um, you, you're generally never out of a game with him. Um, but I am worried about the JPP thing. Uh, I really the Baltimore Ravens play with a lot of attitude, so I would be. I hope we don't Thursday night games seem to have a lot of injuries. I really hope uh you know some more guys don't go down for the Bucks. They really could use a game where no one goes down and they kind of get healthy. Um I should say this uh Julio Jones was reported as being game time decision. That would help Brady right now just because I think Julio could get separation where some of these guys aren't. Just as a savvy vet, you don't even really need the speed when you're um when you just know coverages so well, you know, and uh, your technique is just flawless, you know, and um, he definitely is one of those guys, um, even though he still does have the speed and is a deep threat. Um, Mike Evans is kind of slowed down. He's dealing with an ankle injury that he sustained during the Panthers game. Um, I believe Russell Gage is out for this game. Um, a huge thing I would look at is I could – I could see I could see the Bucks defending really well against uh Baltimore if uh Devin White is covering as a spy against Lamar Jackson. I think that might be one of the only things that could stop uh Lamar Jackson's rushing attack. 
you know um if he he's i mean devin white's faster than lamar jackson he's a, he's a bullet if he doesn't have to play coverage and his only job is to spy they don't have that many weapons so if they scheme it correctly i think they could do it i think i want to say mark andrews isn't playing in this game um he has been injured also um i could double check that too i believe hicks is gonna play also um let's see here mark andrews check this out here cbs let's find out um All right, let's see. So these are the people. Uh, Clayce Campbell, illness, will be out. Um, all right, he's the only one listed out at the moment. Um, Mark Andrews, Josh Bynes, Gus Edwards, um, Marlon Humphrey, uh, hamstring injury, uh, Marcus Peters, quad, um, offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley Angle, uh, corner Brandon Stevens oblique wide receiver Rashad Bateman foot all questionable if I had to guess I'm gonna say Mark Andrews plays but very limited um, it's really good that Calais Campbell's out because that's a huge huge um, upgrade to their uh, defensive line that guy he I mean he's an older guy but he still gets to everyone he's one of, he's also the quarterback <laughs> that put the hit on um, um, Mac Jones, basically made him miss a couple seasons, given the high ankle sprain, all that weight. The guy's like 350 pounds, uh, like 6'10", whatever he is. Um, let's see. Um, if their offensive tackle, Ronnie Stanley's out, um, that could really help things. And, you know, their, their corners are out. All their best corners are out also. Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters are awesome. Um Maybe that, you know, that might even this up a little bit. So as far as I'm concerned, Baltimore should just come in and ruin them. Um, let's see. So let's look at the Bucks injury report. Let's uh, Cameron Brait, neck injury. I don't expect him to play. Carlton Davis. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So Cameron Brait, Carlton Davis, Russell Gage, Luke Gedeke, Sean Murphy Bunting, and Antoine uh, Winfield Jr. They're all out. Uh, Antoine has that concussion. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting has the quad. Luke Edeke has a foot injury. He we did have a boot during the Panthers game. Uh, that's what some of the reporters were um, reporting after the game. Let's see. Uh, Russell Gage has a hamstring injury. Carlton Davis has been dealing with the hip. I thought that he was uh, Carlton Davis was out during the Panthers game to to make him available for uh, the Thursday night game, but uh, that that sucks. Uh, Julio Jones is the only one that's questionable with the knee injury. I think he has that. Uh, I want to say he has a PCL or uh, something wrong with his knee. Uh, they're they're kind of playing the the long game with him. We'll see kind of what happens there. I don't. I th I think it's just you know, we should just act like we don't have him on the team, and if we have him, that's great. Um, I don't expect much. I wouldn't. I would be on if I'm the Bucks. I start looking at trade targets there's got to be somebody out there that is flustered and uh, you can probably get, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, as soon as, you know, next year, the team's going to look a lot different. I would start giving up some picks, just start giving up some picks, try and win now while you get the quarterback. You don't know who you're going to have next year. 
Um, I don't even know who's really going to be on the market. Not me, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you know, you never know. Um, another uh, uh, in uh, another thing in the news this week is uh, Matt Ryan benched at the Colts. That's pretty crazy. Uh, he also got injured, so he was going to be out anyways. But they pretty much just, somebody wanted it out there that this is not because of injury. I don't know if they. Uh, I think they have a rookie. Uh, QB. I wonder if they're just trying to make sure that no, he earned this job. He's going to be taking it from here on out. Uh, maybe he's practicing pretty well or something. Um, but anyways, if I had to give a score for the Baltimore at Bucks, um, I'm going to say 24 24-23. Someone's going to miss an extra point or something or maybe three field goals instead of a field goal and a touchdown something's gonna happen um, uh, and I'm gonna say Baltimore I would really love for the Bucks to uh, take this game but I just don't see it and uh, I want them to prove me wrong <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping if I doubt them and just expect it it'll just it won't be so depressing <laughs> um, but uh, Brady in prime time I want I think they're only like six and five or five and six so He's around 50%, so this could go any, you know, any way. Lamar Jackson's looking for that. He was kind of on the MVP train early on. Um, he's looking for a new contract. He's got a ball out, so I expect big things from him. Um, so, okay, let's get into the next game. Let's see. Uh, uh, this is the review episode, so I know I, I'm the putting in the Thursday game, which we usually don't get too much of, so I guess that's kind of a change of pace. Um, let's see. Packers versus... Yeah, Packers versus Commanders. I was able to catch the end of this game. Oh, I think the Packers line is just failing uh, Rodgers a little bit. Rodgers seems like he's too locked in. He doesn't have. He doesn't trust his weapons, you know. And I think Brady falls into this category also, where he gets flustered and he wants just guys to, you know, like Devontae. He's never covered, kind of like Gronkowski at times. You know, it's just one of those things where you can, you know, exactly where it's going to be. The chemistry is just so flawless. Um, I wish this was like this with Mike Evans, but it's not. Um, it's just one of these deals where Aaron Jones, he he's like the only guy on the team that's a, a, like a bona fide stud, which I think Aaron Jones is the best player on their team. Uh, this guy's awesome. He was still, um, he, he still played awesome. Let's uh, get into some of the stats for this game. Um, but to lose to Washington? Uh, he had a chance to take the game, just didn't do it. Um, let's see. And they had some good clock management in the last minute of this game. And um, I should say, at the end of the game, they were pitching the ball off uh, just to, you know, to the nearest guy just to try and get somewhere close after time expired to the end zone. But it was to no avail. I want to say Rodgers might have had it. Uh, he was the last one to pitch it. Uh, let's see, time of possession. This tells you everything you need to know, right? Time of possession for Washington, 37 minutes to 23 for Green Bay. That is crazy. Um, Washington is mainly a running team, but uh, um, just one of those things where I think I think they're getting a little healthier too with um, um, their running back getting healthy, the one that had the uh, injury. At, I want to say it was a hotel. Um, let's see. Let's break down some of these stats. 
Uh, Brian Robinson, that's what I was talking about. Um, Taylor Haneke played awesome. Um, just some just some poise at the last couple minutes that you know that I, thank God I was able to catch that. Um, let's see, passing yards, uh, 198 to 194. 198 was for Washington, 194 for uh, Green Bay, which, you know, <laughs> not overall great numbers for QBs, but, uh, you know, the rushing yards for Washington was 166. Now 38 for uh, Green Bay. Um, that's not good. <laughs> Uh, total, let's see, total return yards, 86 for Washington, 16 for Green Bay. I mean, th- everything is in the Washington. Uh, uh, everything. I mean, the Green Bay had more penalties, 9 versus 7. Um, turnovers, they were equal. So that's about the only thing. They did, you know, what's crazy in this is Washington and Green Bay had pretty much the same yards per play. Uh, 5.1 versus 4.9. Um, let's see. First downs, Washington had 22 versus 16 for Green Bay. Um, let's see some of the Packers. I want to see who they're throwing to. Alan Lazard, 6 for 55. Uh, Aaron Jones, 9 for 53. Um, like I said, Aaron Jones is the best player on this team for sure. Um, he's just he, he's awesome receiving. The only time I've ever seen him as a as a Bucks fan, the only time I've ever seen him kind of fizzle out is in the uh, NFC Championship game when um, oh I can't think of his name. Our safety drilled him in the chest. He's playing for the Jets now. Um, let's see, Robert Tunyon three for thirty-two. Amari Rogers two for fourteen. Just not not good numbers overall. It's just horrendous. Um, let's see. Um, Campbell had a pick. Uh, Devondre Campbell. And I mean, that was pretty much two tackles for Rashad Gary. I mean, their defense did nothing. Um, let's see. Pat O'Donnell uh, punted five times for an average of 40, 41.6. Long of 55. That's pretty good. Um, let's see here. Let's go to the commander's box score. Yeah, I wish I was able to catch some of this, but the Panthers' uh, Bucks game was on. Rodgers was 23 for 35, 65.7% completion. QBR of 103, which isn't bad, but not you know it's it's like Brady. You're gonna get all you're gonna get a ton of blame anyways. He didn't make the passes when he really needed to. Uh, Taylor Haneke, 20 for 33. T- Taylor Haneke just doesn't have – and Rodgers technically played better than him, but he doesn't have the same ex- expectations, you know? I mean, Aaron Aaron Rodgers was MVP last year. It's, it's all going to be on him for that. Uh, 20 for 33, 60.6% completion, 201 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, 90.7 QBR. Um Brian Robinson, 20 attempts for 73 yards. Not like that great, but uh, uh, 24 yard long. Uh, Antonio Gibson, 10 for 59. These are all Russian, obviously. Um, uh, Terry McLaurin had a great catch to seal this game. Uh, 5 for 73, 14.6, uh, 37 long. 
uh, one touchdown. Uh, Antonio Gibson also had a touchdown. Um, but uh, this is going to really help the Commanders, who are three and four. Um, Packers also three and four. Um, it's just one of those things. There's, there's so many people around that same uh, quality bubbling team of like three and four. A lot of a lot of guys are pretty much even. In the NFC, there's there's only a couple guys that really shine through right now, and that's obviously the Eagles and 49ers, I think, are in a, a different bunch, and uh, we can kind of get to that game now, I guess. Um, let's see here. 44-23 uh, to 23 Chiefs, now who are now 5-2 and two at 49ers, who are now 3-4. and four. Um, This game, towards the end, you know, the Chiefs just really – packed it on to the you know this was this was uh the first part of this game was super enjoyable i thought the 49ers might have a chance but i'm not a big jimmy g fan and uh i think he kind of the game got away from him but also the defense they just they, it became too big of a gap they that defense i mean at first they were kind of ball hawking playing great and then they just all fell apart but I think that might have to do with Andy Reid. He's, you know, such a good offensive play caller. It's, uh, it really helps him out. Uh, so let's get into some of the stats for this. Um, time of possession, 26 minutes for Casey, 34 for San Francisco. And look, they scored that many points. It's because they were, they started to just score at will. It was, it just became such a beatdown. They pretty much had the same first downs, 24 to 25. Total yards, 529 to 444. Passing yards for KC was 417. Uh, San Francisco, 343. Rushing yards for Kansas City, 112 uh, to 101. Now, that guy Pacheco is awesome. I wish you – that guy is so good. Seventh round, I mean, how how does that even happen? I I would love to have him on the Bucs. Let's see. Penalties, 8 versus 10. Um, total return yards, 130 versus 64. Yeah, they had a couple uh, fuck-ups in this game. Um, yards per play. Here you go. See, 9.1 for KC versus 6.2. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a pretty good uh, couple plays. I know I'm always tough on him, but he played pretty good in this game. Um, I don't, did he score a touchdown? I should probably check that out. Let's see here. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, eight for forty-three, five point four average. Awesome. I want you know. I, I think he's taking the. Uh, he's the lead back at this point. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, six for thirty-two, five point three. I think he's just. He's so aggressive and punches it in. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had one touchdown. Nicole Hardman, awesome game. I want to say he had three or four. Did he have three or four? Let's see. Three touchdowns. Awesome. I mean. I always thought, you know, his biggest gripe is he has he has like bricks for hands. But during this game, it was his night, man. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster had some clutch catches. He was seven for 124, 17 yard average. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, three for 111, 37 average. That was more of him just balling out. Like he just had a couple of really big deep plays. Uh, Travis Kelsey, six for. Uh, 98 yards, uh, 16 average, 27 long, uh, no touchdowns. Let's see here. couple picks on Garoppolo. Juwan Thornhill, uh, he had eight tackles. Uh, one pick. 
and uh, Joshua Williams, uh, one tackle, another pick. Um, trying to see let's see uh tommy townsend one punt 33 a yard average um yeah just one punt through the whole game that's how crazy this was let's see here let's look at the 49ers jimmy garoppolo 25 for 37 67.6 uh completion 303 yards two touchdowns one pick uh, and then brock purdy who came in later they pretty much they, I think they just don't want. They can't afford to have Garoppolo get hurt, so they got to put someone else in. I was actually wondering, like, man, they're just gonna give up on this game, but they did. Um, let's see, we got one thing I noticed in this game early on, like when the 49ers were still in it. I was texting Joe, the usual co-host, and um, I was saying, man, like these wide receivers, especially Ayuk, just so talented. Debo, obviously, I mean. They get open so quick, even just off the line. They're like pressing him, and he's so shifty. Just like two moves, boom, he's wide open. Catch the ball, and you know he'll make it. He'll shake a guy off him, and he's running down the field. It's just, it's just, that's that's the kind of stuff that I just like him like an on. It's like man, I would love to have <laughs> coming from like the Patriots system to now like the Bucks. Like Godwin had a little bit of that. Um, so he's one of the only people that, or maybe Edelman, you know, cause he was pretty shifty. He, he was killing the, um, the chiefs pretty much whenever we played him. Um, he was very clutch, but you never have a guy. We never had the athletic talent like this. And, um, I just noticed it just from this system. Um, uh, you know, just like, you know, the Rams with McVay, uh, McDaniel in Florida. And, um, we'll talk about that game later. Cause that was pretty cool too. Just the offensive talent was awesome. I mean, they're, they're so good. Um, let's see. George Kittle, 6 for 98. It was a tight end day. Um, a couple of some nice commercials, especially George Kittle with the WWE commercials. That was pretty cool. Um, I'd say they overdid it just a little bit, got a little sick of it at the end, but uh, he had a touchdown. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod uh, had a touchdown also. Um, let's see. Brandon Ayuk, 7 for 82, 11.7 average. Had 21 yard long. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod, 4 for 65, 16.3. Debo Samuel, 5 for 42, 8.4, 22 yard long. Um, let's see. I thought Bosa had a sack. Did he have a sack? Uh, yep, Bosa had a sack. Um, not, there's no other sacks on the team. It was, it was They couldn't get to him. Um, Kansas City, to their credit, their line played very well. They're kind of getting into a groove. Uh, Tooney, Tooney made a great play too. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Um, I still remember when he was going up against uh, Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl in 2018. Oh, what a what a great lineman. Um, but yeah, so I think the Chiefs at this point. So for this game, I think the Chiefs are just they're on a roll. I actually think that it helped. I thought it would hurt him not having Hill. It's helping him. The guy's killing it. Um, now he's able to just throw to a bunch of different guys. He was feeling it for this. Um, and they were, you know, they were at 49ers, which makes it even worse. Um, this, I just, I think that, I think the, the AFC right now, Chiefs and Bills. Now I would say the Bills are the best, but, um, just amazing. I mean, I don't see how the AFC, 
they're just they seem a lot they're just so much more top loaded than the NFC. Um, it's gonna be crazy. I can I already imagine the AFC Championship game. I I bet it's gonna be the Chiefs versus Bills, and if it doesn't happen, maybe the Baltimore will be in there. Um, I'd like to see what they do tomorrow, or today later on today. Um, but uh, the 49ers, they're still gonna be in it. They'll get healthy. Uh, Bosa wasn't even in like the last couple games. And um, McCaffrey, McCaffrey played in this game. How how smart of a player do you have to be to literally play like two days after just two days of studying? And he he looked great. If this guy stays healthy, he's gonna make some major plays. He had a couple where I was like, man, I don't know how you even know what to do in all these different situations. And uh, he looked flawless in some of them. Uh, super athletic. There was one play where I mean, the vision of this guy just cutting. He just never stopped moving. Just boom, 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 boom. And uh, now it was. You can just tell why he's such a special player, you know. Um, so let's see. Uh, Dolphins last game. Dolphins uh, Steelers at Dolphins. Oh, low scoring game. Steelers uh, ten. Dolphins sixteen. It was a lot closer than this. It literally went up to like the last couple seconds, which was what you really want out of games because you don't, you know, when they get out of hand, um, it just kind of gets boring. You want to watch something else. Um, crazy amounts of talent on this field, especially receiver talent. This is crazy. Um, let's see some of the stats here. Time of possession, 33 for the Steelers, 27 for the Dolphins. This is to his first game back, by the way. Um, I thought he played pretty good, especially early on. He was making some really quick decisions. Um, really liked that. I, I don't think he wanted to get hit, obviously. I imagine that had something to do with it. Um, even Pickett on the other side, awesome. I mean, I saw such a difference from when he played the Bucks. He was making I – think, I think they have something there. He's making good decisions. Um, their wide receiver talent is insane. Probably – I think it's probably the best in the league. I can't really think of a team that has more weapons than him. Even Casey um, or the Bills, you know, like Claypool. If you if you gave that wide receiving core to Mahomes or Allen, it would just be – it would so be unfair. It would be ridiculous. Um, but Pickett played great. Um, I th- he's coming into his own. It's only like his, you know, his like third start or second start. Um, let's see. So what else happened? Uh, first downs, 19 for Steelers, 17 for the Dolphins. Uh, it, it was pretty much like an even game. Uh, 341 yards for the Steelers, 372 yards for the Dolphins, uh, 246 passing yards versus 261, 95 to 111, five penalties, five penalties, 54 total return yards versus 29, 69 total plays versus 62. Um, average 4.9 versus 6. Uh, here's where the big difference happened. Three turnovers uh, for the Steelers. Um, Dolphins really capitalized that. Uh, Howard, awesome. Um, and I believe they were they had uh, a couple injuries. I think Bethel went down. Um, they were already down Jones. Uh, so, you know, it definitely hurt them. Let's look to see. I want to see... I forget how many times if he got picked here. Look at their defense. It's been a couple of days now. I um, Justin Bethel, one interception. Uh, Noah 
I'm not even going to attempt that. <laughs> I think you guys know who I'm talking about. One one pick, um, and then Javon Holland. I think Javon Holland was to end the game in the end zone. Awesome play. Um, just just awesome. I thought, I think, um, what's his name? Um, Howard had one. Was it Howard? No. Was there another pick in there? Maybe it's, maybe yeah, maybe it's the Holland one I'm thinking of. Um, but anyways, uh, someone had one, I think just before, um, I thought the game was going to be over, but they got the ball back with like a minute and they still ended up coming down the field and, uh, he threw it towards the end zone and just didn't make it Got picked off in the corner, but let's, he's going to learn from that. He'll come back. He'll be good. Um, let's see here. Two, two, uh, completed 21 of 35 60% completion 261 he's coming back from a concussion he hasn't played in a couple weeks uh, like I said he was still making really good decisions 100.1 uh, QBR uh, Raheem Mostert looked really good um, really fast too uh, 16 for 79 yards 4.9 average um, Jalen Waddle 4 for 88 22 yard average Tyreek Hill 7 for 72 um, I would say Tyreek Hill probably he didn't look as good as he probably could have in this game. I think it's just because, you know, they're just going to go up and down with them. Like Waddle, one week Waddle, one week Tyreek. Uh, Mike Kosecki had a really good catch in this uh, to move the chains. Um, Kenny Pickett, 32. So this is the Steelers. Uh, Kenny Pickett, 32 for 44. That's pretty good. 72.7% completion. And uh, this is a rookie, so it's 257 yards, one touchdown, three picks, 70.9. It's because of the three picks that his QBR is so low. Uh, Najee Harris, 17 for 65. The guy I was facing had him. That sucked. <laughs> uh, 3.8 average. Uh, let's see. Kenny Pickett ran uh, for 20 yards also. Um, let's see. Uh, receiving. Uh, Pat Freermuth, uh, 8 for 75, 9.4 average. I'm pretty sure that's the tight end. Uh, George Pickens, I think is their number one. I know a lot of people would say Deontay Johnson. Uh, George Pickens, 6 for 61, 10.2. Uh, then Deontay Johnson, 5 for 42 for 8.4 average. Chase Claypool, 5 for 41. A lot of people say he's on the trading block, um, but I don't see why they wouldn't want to just keep him just because he's cheap, you know. Um, let's see what their defense do. Not nothing for picks. Um, I don't think they had one sack. Yeah, no sacks throughout the whole night. That's crazy. Um, who who led in tackles? Miles Jack. You know, just unreal speed. Devin Bush five. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, no fumbles. Um, so just one of those nights. Um, I did say that was the last game, but. Um, I, I think the Dolphins are going to come back now that they have Tua, and I think the Steelers are going to just, you know, they're going to they're gonna start building some momentum. Um, they're facing Philadelphia this week, so definitely a hard task, but, hey, I'm rooting for Pickett. Uh, definitely I'm not for anyone getting uh, some kind of undefeated season, which I think the Philadelphia Eagles, who today was pretty crazy, they traded for um, Robert Quinn from the Bears which kind of leads me into my next game here, which is the Patriots at Bears that I attended. Awesome game. Um, and not for a Pats fan, but, you know, obviously I'm not a um, – I'm a long-term Pats fan. I want them to do good in the future. Um, but while I was at the game, I was rooting for them. Um, one of the crazy things is 
I was actually one of the people doing the zappy chants, more because I had a couple in me. But uh, also, we didn't really think that was actually going to happen. We were all looking at each other like, holy shit, did this really just happen? Did they really just put him in? <laughs> um, we did not expect Mac Jones to get taken out. It was right after a pick. Um, we were pretty close to the field. We had um, um, the only thing we couldn't see was the, the field goals because we were on the side and the lower. Um, we were on the uh, um, opponent's sideline uh, in section 126. Um, so let's see. We were about like 23 rows up from the field or so. Um, let's see. Let me get some of the stuff from that game. There's a huge big thing right now because they weren't sure who's starting Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones um, today Bill Belichick or there was a report he, Bill Belichick told some reporter hey get it out there that I'm starting this guy and it's gonna be Mac Jones um, so let's see some of the stats from that game I will say this Justin Fields looked really good in this game um, I actually am one of those people that it's actually harder to view the game when you're actually at it Versus when you're watching on TV because you get to see that top view um, watching with the sky cam and stuff. Um, I, I'm generally looking at the field, and if I can't get a good thing, I'm watching the replay. Or if I can't get a good look at them, I'm watching the board. And then, you know, you, you don't get to have some of the, um, the cues in like, hey, this person's out. Sometimes uh, there's too many distractions to see, hey, this guy left the field, this guy didn't. Um, you got to kind of just really pay attention. It, 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 it is troubling at times. Um, Justin Fields, 13 for 21, 62% completion, 179 yards, one touchdown, 14 attempts for 82 yards rushing. I mean, that was the big thing of the night. The, if, you know, if I was to say, why did the Pats lose? Their defense just got demolished. I mean, they pretty much had their way. Um, David Montgomery is awesome for running, too. 15 for 62, uh, 4.1 average. Uh, had a touchdown. Justin Fields had a rushing touchdown also. Uh, Justin Fields did have the pick, but, I mean, I think it was tipped. Um, a lot of balls were tipped during this game, and I think that's because Zappi's just kind of short. Um, Zappi was 14 for 22, 63.6% .6 completion, 185 yards, one touchdown, two picks, 76.4 QBR. Mac Jones was taken out after his first pick. He went three for six, 50% uh, completion. Apparently, they said it was um, it was the plan to not play him the entire game, which I don't know. I think the the people definitely being a uh, in in the crowd and everything, they definitely want Zappi. They wanted to ride the hot hand. Um, they weren't really sure what the deal is Mac and a lot of people in New England, you know, I'm kind of of this, well, who is Mac? Like, why does he get to automatically take this job? Yeah, he's a first round pick, but at the same time, I'm kind of, you know, look, you haven't completely established yourself. You played like 20 games. So as far as I'm concerned, whoever is the best person to play, and I mean, obviously Bill Belichick is seeing them in practice, so he's going to be able to determine that. I would go... I would ride the hot hand. I mean, as as a as a, a guy who's watching every game, it looks like Bailey Zappi just plays the position 
her plays in their offense a little bit better. Now, I don't think they're play, doing the same plays. I would agree with that. That's a, that's one of the uh, Mac Jones defenders are kind of bringing out here. And um, there's a lot more play action with Bailey Zappi. Um, but at the same time, I think Mac Jones gets to change some of the offensive plays. He gets to do hot routes, and he's probably changing the play at the line of scrimmage. It's one of those things. So you got to, like, you got to give some and take some here. Um, Bears defense did, you know, like they picked him off three times. Um, like I said, a lot of those were tipped, but uh, Mac Jones, that was just a bad pick. I mean, that was horrendous. Um, he is going to start the next game versus the Jets. Um, we'll probably do a, um, a re- uh, preview on that, so I'll hold off on any comments there. Um, what are some other things that stood out to me? Um, man, even their field goal kicker was just perfect all night. Um, so let's look at some stats. Time of possession, 37 minutes for Chicago versus 23 for the Pats. Uh, 24 first downs for Chicago, 12 for the Pats. 390 total yards versus 260. 147 passing yards versus 190. Uh, 243 rushing yards versus 70. I mean, yeah, you're going you're gonna to kill the time of possession of that. You pretty much control the whole game. It became, I think uh, Bill Belichick was... Um, mentioning his press conference that it would have been just unfair to put Mac back out there after they had jumped to that big lead. Um, now, when we said to put Zappi in, in the crowd, or as a member of the crowd, that's what I was saying and, and such, um, Zappi came out and was killing it. He had two touchdowns, like, right away. Uh, I think it was 14 nothing, or I'm sorry, it was 14-3, uh, to three, I believe, at that point. Um, so, you know, they were leading. It just became... Okay, so this is what we wanted. The whole stadium was rocking during that. Um, and then it became just Chicago's night after that. It was just horrendous. Um, let's see what else happened here. Uh, I'm going to uh, look at the Bears receivers. Nikhil Harry, that's another point. Nikhil Harry did have a pass, and he might only had one, but he was in the game. I remember seeing his name. Um, Daryl Mooney. Uh, favorite. It seemed like the favorite target for him, but uh, three receptions, 53 yards, 17 average, 17.7 average. Uh, Equinemius St. Brown, four for 48, 12-yard average. Cole Komet, tight end, two for 32. Khalil Herbert, one for 25. Nikhil Harry, one for 14. And he was wide open during that catch, too. Um, uh, and obviously that's uh, Nikhil Harry, um former Patriots first-round pick. Uh, so Robert Quinn just recently traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Roquan Smith, uh, there's kind of a, um, a lot of reports today. He had a press conference when he found out, and uh, he was crying. So, the, you know, obviously there was a little much for him. It's probably, you know, like a brother in arms, right? So, you know, you always feel bad there. But uh, the rich get richer with that with uh, Philadelphia. So pretty crazy. Um, I mean, J- if Roquan Smith, can, he if he wanted to be traded, he'd go to any team in the league. That guy's awesome. So uh, let's see, kicking. I want to see. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Carlos Santos, four for four, fifty long, hundred percent. Guy was awesome. And it was a little bit misty out there too. There's a little bit of rain. Um, not rain, you know. It, on the broadcast, you could see like a mist throughout the whole thing. It, in real life. I barely remember feeling wet at all. Um, so, no, I was a little drunk, so <laughs> that could have had something to do with it. Um, 
All right, so uh, yeah, so that was the that's the recap. Um, I do think the Pats just got outplayed by uh, Eberflus, the coach. I think they'll uh, improve highly. Um, I'm gonna save my uh, my preview for the uh, uh, next week. So um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, let me know if you want me to watch a team or any of the guys here to uh, uh, Joe or Drew to watch a team, uh, follow any teams you guys like. Um, please subscribe, hit the like button, really appreciate anything. Um, I'll keep doing the videos. You know, I plan to try to do uh, two a week. This week was a little bit delayed because, like I said, I went to the game and then I had a funeral to attend to. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you uh, comment on the videos if you'd like, we'll do whatever you guys want. Um, we'll follow any team you want. Um, I'll get, we'll continue to give you player news. And um, I'd like to probably start doing some short videos. Um, might do one later this week or middle of next week kind of just doing not so much the week to week but i'd like to record some videos on all-time games or play uh players that we like or uh, position groups stuff like that um you know once we hit 100 subscribers drew's big on remind me of this one we're gonna do a raffle of your whatever jersey any anyone wants so um like i said subscribe and really appreciate it and uh, we'll see you guys in a couple days thank you